2: Hi, everyone. Thanks for being with us. Time for the master class. It's a Wednesday afternoon. My name is Daryl Kwau, in for Yao Banafo, who is away this month. Hopefully, he will join us in the month of September, but I can tell you that he's doing very well, and he has been monitoring the show. And we miss you, Yao Banafo. We can't wait to have you back on the master class. And today, I'm excited. I'm excited for the guests that we have. Um, the whole of this month, we have been talking about uh, how to raise capital for your business. Um, and uh, the birthday boy... <laughs> <laughs> The birthday oh, boy, oh, um, it Albert Niaitego, um, has been taking us through that. Hey, hey. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, <laughs> How's your day been? Yeah
3: it's been
2: great okay okay fantastic so um, Albania Itego is author of the book How to Raise Capital for Your Startup Business if you're lucky I'll read bits of the book for you <laughs> this afternoon yeah but it's a great book that you need to read and uh, I also want to say that he's a very big man he is a chartered management accountant currently head of finance and investment at the Ghana Commodity Exchange and uh, it's been um exciting these uh, past two weeks um, because I mean I think this is a subject that everybody who wants to start a business is concerned about. Even those mm-hmm. who are in business right now, are looking to scale, uh, also are interested in this subject. We've got very good feedback. Yesterday, I spoke to somebody okay. who was monitoring the show and who great. needed to really get in touch with you for some advice. And so, okay. it's great. great. And so today, we are going to be touching on um, grant financing. We've been here about grants, so what, what, what is it about? How how do you access grant finance? And then, um, Albert will be helping us through uh, this as well. And uh, I just wanted to mention that Gwell is uh, a, the sponsor for this program, GWEL Good Energy, Gwell in our India. Um, but the boy, <laughs> Albert, <laughs> um, so we, we want to just do a recap for those who have missed out on right. um, what we have been talking about right. so far right. and then we'll head into today's uh, topic of grand finance. So help us with a recap, will you?
3: Great, Um, thank you very much, Daryl. So by way of recap, in week one, we looked at um, trying to develop the skills of raising capital, which we talked about the three main skills, the open-mindedness and then the um, analytical um, thinking. And then we also talked about the creativity. We did that to further zoom into how to develop an analytical mind. Mm -hmm. Then we now try to understand what the various startup funding stages uh, where we actually gave some f- full briefing on the various stages. Last week, we now looked at the specific funding options that we have to uh, equip ourselves as, as listeners and as entrepreneurs with. So for each stage, what is the appropriate source of fi- of, of finance that is actually needed to be able to go through the process? And it was quite interesting. So that's actually the kind of um, um, recap that we've had for week one and week
2: okay permit me to to read a bit of your book um how to raise capital for your startup business i'm reading from page 72 uh, when to raise finance and you say also as part of this process the entrepreneur or the business owner is also able to evaluate in his mind when to raise money for Mm. the business because this is a continuous process that the business would have to go through in order to evolve Mm. the entrepreneur asks when do I raise money? Mm. When you're an entrepreneur, you'd have to know that usually raising capital starts with the conception of a unique idea. So great. just wanted to read bits of the book so that you uh, you get a copy, how to raise capital for uh, your startup business. And so some of the things that you have to consider, and mm. as we're going to be discussing today, hey, by the way, hope you have your notebooks, pens <laughs> and a cup of coffee or tea so that you are alive this afternoon. Mm. Um, tell us um, about grant financing. Yes. Okay.
3: And Darryl, exactly what you read from the portions of the book actually sets the precedence for grant financing. So based on what we've learned in week one and week two, you'd realize that grant financing actually also impacts all the early stages of the startup funding stage. Mm. So whether you have the pre-seed or the seed stage or series A, grant financing across, And that is why we want to stress on grant financing for us to be able to learn. Now, for example, we talked about debt and equity. And we said in the previous class that each of these sources have costs of capital to these sources. But when it comes to grant financing, what makes it interesting is that for grant financing, you will have attracted funds that is actually helping you for social impact. And that impact is why the um, um, donors or those who are giving you the grant are actually uh, giving you the funds. So you continue to grow your business by providing impact. So there will be elements of monitoring and evaluation mm. and then key objectives of whatever your business is actually doing. And that actually helps you to be able to now think in terms of having grant- as part of your funding sources that you're actually looking at. And let me tell you a very interesting story, Daryl, maybe very briefly. I, I love this story.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, was, I was actually doing a presentation, and when I started capital raising in one of my seminars, I was like, okay, so when I came, I just pop up a picture. I said, okay, how do we fly an aircraft? And then when I mentioned that one of the presenters was like, okay, I thought we're here to raise capital, <laughs> and what is what has that got to do with... Uh, raising an a uh, uh, flying an aircraft, an aircraft, an aircraft. Uh, so one of the of the of the of the uh, panel, uh, the uh, trainers, uh, trainees actually came in and said that okay, I think that you have to look at the uh, co- cockpit. There's a propeller, and then you. So there was an attempt, but that answer was good. But what was interesting was that there was another answer that really struck me. The person said that I oh, will seek education and training. And that means that I'm going to get a license to be able to, you know, uh, like a pilot to be able to fly, and that was That's very smart. exciting, very smart. And said so that they have to, and then I also wait for pre uh, briefing, and then it says, okay, there's going to be pre flight briefing, pre flight preparation, and then it's okay. There's also going to be something like maybe a startup something for the flight to move, and then before you even do the taxing, where the flight is actually going to now move and all. I was like, wow. <laughs> do you know what struck me about that? It means that the that that respondent had an open mind to say that you need a license you need an education and training so you have to be able there to goes understand to mind again exactly so okay. it's opened up that okay you have to be able to learn you have to be able to get the skills to be able to get that done and when it comes to grant financing it actually comes to the same thing that we need to be able to understand that if you want to just learn grant financing just remember p e m PEM approach, which is I have to prepare, I have to execute, and I have to manage my grants. Prepare, execute, prepare, execute, manage, and manage. That's a PEM approach. PEM approach to grant notes. financing. Yes, and that helps you to be able to... So you have to ask yourself at each stage of this process. What do I have to do? Once you get this, you are already on your way in understanding the whole aspect of the grant financing. So in preparation, and just like you mentioned, when do I raise finance? Right from the inception of the business, once you are conceptualizing the idea, you know that these are all the sources of funding I would need. Mm-hmm. Understanding the various phases of the business and knowing that grant financing is also an opportunity for you to be able to tap into that, that helps you to also prepare. So what do you do in in the preparation stage. You have to get the right compliance uh, 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 processes in place. So you should be properly registered with the Registrar General's Department. You should be properly registered with the Ghana Revenue Authority. You should be able to have the operation uh, permit license from your local operating authority. These are basic things that are actually required for you to be able to have those things in place. And then come back to corporate governance structures. You have to start right from the inception. If you start your business, even though you are the, it could be a one man or with a co-founder, put structures in place that will help you to put in some controls. get some few friends who are willing to even volunteer their services to be on your board. You can have a three-member board once you have an odd number where you can actually vote and then there's always a decision that can be taken. Put that structure in place. Yeah, but but I, th-
2: I think that's one of the things that's lacking with right. Ghanaian enterprises. Right. People want right. to do that one man, really one man. Mm. Like, and, and that <laughs> Don't that's, want to include anybody because maybe they feel that the, the mm. other people are going to be messing up things. But you need a governance structure. You need a, a governance co- structure. It's
3: very important. So, for all the listeners, let's learn that this is something that that's very important for us to do, even right at the inception stages, which is very, very key. Don't wait. And there's something we call the board charter, which I want to educate all of us on. The board charter helps you with the processes and guidelines as to how the board will help to direct your business, even as a startup. It is always good to start um, very well. And then one of the things that you have to even, and we talked about the pre-seed, where you have to even start putting in some of your own financing and all of that. Mm -hmm. Bring some brand visibility. You can invest in some website development. You can invest in some little things that helps you to get some brand visibility. Is also very important at the preparation stage. And then have your Bible, which is the business plan, mission, vision, and then um having your financial projections as to how you see the business moving all of these things are done at the preparation stages
2: which is very 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 important okay just just to sum it up so yes. um, my chances of getting a grant yes is if i have a, a corporate governance structure Structure. in place if I have a business plan.
3: Business plan. Very important. You should have a a board charter. You should just demonstrate that a board charter. Demonstrate that you actually are complying. You have uh, registered with the Registrar General's Department properly registered business. You also have the uh, registration certificates to support and then you uh, have the operating permits. All the compliance things that are actually required by law, just comply with them and that sets you on the right footing. And, And
2: it's not even just for Finance, but right. for raising uh, funds from anywhere because yes. the, the investors want to see this
3: mm. very important very, very important, and that even sets you on the precedent. And one thing I want to add is that when it comes to grant financing, what we have to learn is that there are two approaches. It's either you are reacting to, uh, to get the grant financing, or you are being proactive. Mm-hmm. So when you are reacting, usually, then you would see that one of the... So you can get grant financing from international and local organizations, okay? And then if you see an advert pop-up and say, we want to support grants, we want to support your business by providing you with grants in a certain area, then when you apply, then that becomes like a, re- a reaction. You are reacting to the advert that has come. I mean, usually, we have um, like the USAIDs and other international organizations that would send like a, a, an annual program statement that you would have to respond to. But they are also the process where you would have to now carve your business in areas that are making impact. Then you okay. will look for those financiers who are providing the grants that are actually supporting areas of impact that you are making. Like climate change. Like climate change. (laughs) And that is even bringing me to other industries. If you are thinking about doing your business, look at areas, and that's a very good one in climate change, research and development areas. Do businesses around these areas. Clean energy and sanitation. These are areas that are attracting serious ground. Healthcare, education. And ask yourself, why is this the case? Because you are making an impact. And that impact ultimately helps to develop what society
2: So does that mean that if I have business ideas outside those areas I wouldn't send the, the the chance of getting any grant the, the
3: point is your business should make an impact which is very important okay. so think about I impact. just wanted us to settle yes. that because
2: people may not necessarily but even if you're selling Kiliwile how does your business make an impact how Okay, I'm going to take the... Kelewele,
3: kelewele, that's
2: a very interesting point. I was coming to, even with
3: that, there was another area that we have, technology and innovation. Do you know arts and culture? Businesses can also attract uh, uh, grant uh, financing Tell because of the it. preservation of our heritage. So you carve the business in a way that yes, we are preserving our heritage, and this is where other finances will be interesting because the the country has to preserve its heritage. You are helping us to build our history, and that can attract grant And some of the very interesting areas that I can even inclusive business doing a business that includes marginalizing society. This disabled people, these are people you'd have to find a way of doing a business that you can even bring them in, and it attracts the vulnerable. In society, yeah. how are you able to bring these
2: people in? Yes. And if even back to Kelly, really, you can decide I'm not going to sell in polythene, so then that becomes like a recycle, yeah, which is like green business, green which business, funding. Green so business. There's, there's always a way you can impact society,
3: always it. a way. And one interesting area, real estate. And you ask yourself, so for those of us who are in real estate, like entrepreneurs in real estate, how is real estate? Uh, uh, going to attract grant financing. So the question you have to ask yourself: If I'm in the real estate business, how is this going to make uh, impact in society? So think about affordable housing. I can do affordable housing, so others who are not able to afford the luxury of can actually benefit, and that becomes a way by which
2: you carve the business concept. I, I, I loved when you said affordable housing. Yes. Because we, you know the news, <laughs> what's going on in the news, but anyway, back back to the
3: topic. <laughs> Look at creating maybe social centers in community as part of your real estate business where people can actually access these healthcare centers and other amenities that helps people to become better. You can even look at how you can have energy efficient buildings that can help people to save on electricity bills and other core areas of the business. Or you can think about even in real estate, how can I do something around rural development where you are even helping the the rural and um, folks to be able to also get up to a certain standard. What happens here is that you can see that it's all hovering around the aspect of impact, and that will help you to be able to clearly measure how you want to be able to impact and make the lives of other people
2: better. Guys, like, are you taking note of the ideas? <laughs> like a billion ideas so far. I'm telling you, you do. yes, yeah, great, yes, great stuff.
3: Yes, yes, and that really helps you to be able to prepare. So you see, in terms of the preparation, it's a whole process that you have to navigate just like the aircraft scenario that we are actually using line sensing to even you even take off the aircraft that's exactly what you have to do and that's where it moves you to the execution So now you have done all of this, you have the ideas, you've seen where the areas of impact. So in the areas of execution, there are key things that you have to note. It means that you are now putting your grant proposal together. And in putting the grant proposal together, based on all that we have said, there are key things you have to note that one, you have to come up with an executive summary. There has to be a problem statement summary. Clearly, you must show the objectives of your project or the business. What you want to do.
0: ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
3: The objectives has to be smart and measurable Mm. what exactly do you want to do and how is it going to impact society so i'll take you through how you can do one or two examples and then listeners can practice and in the subsequent class they can share what they've learned and how that's also guiding you have to do a project description then come up with a clear methodology of how you are using the method to be able to execute the uh, project or the business with the grants that you have actually attracted Mm. and then you finally use these activities to do what we call budgets and budgets would give you a clear area of financial resources that you actually need to be able to drive the project i'll give you one example for like in doing your executive summary so if you are doing your executive summary based on all that we have shared Assuming you are writing the grant proposal, the first thing you have to do is to provide a brief overview of your project or your business, what you want to do, and then include your goals, include your objectives, and then the expected outcome. So, for example, abc company is submitting a proposal so let's say that or your company is a abc company so you can see abc company is submitting this proposal to seek funding to implement a program for disabled children in ghana that's like your executive summary i'm concluding that the program aims to provide what essential skills training in beats making and handicraft mm. to become what independent providers for themselves. So this is a, a clear example of how an executive summary can be. But one will ask me, that: okay, so if I'm able to do this as an executive summary, what then becomes the need statement? So the need statement, one thing I want uh, listeners to take note of is that what is the situation now and what does it ought to be? Then there's a gap. So your need statement should address that gap. And I'm going to give you an example. So for example, I have an example here. There's the need for the ABC school district to improve sanitation among students. So that becomes like your need statement. Then you say that this application focuses on the priority of developing and disseminating knowledge at the service uh, delivery level by creating an on-site then you put in whatever the uh, thing that you want to actually do and this will help to provide maybe sanitation treatment plan which will help to impact over 2,000 students in the abc school district this is a clear example of a need statement which would be able to um, help to drive some kind of grant financing from uh, uh, any of the financiers who want to actually provide some grant. So these are some of the things that we have to actually look at. I talked about project description, but because of time I would be able to go through everything. But at least this is an example to help you, to guide you and to shape you in terms of how you are going to put the whole um, framework together in terms of putting an application for mm-hmm. grants. But always remember, impact, impact, impact needs very very important and then objectives and the objective should be measurable in terms of how you want to be able to make that impact which is actually very key so once you're able to have a very good understanding of this you'll be able to now know that okay this is how i'm going to help myself to be able to do this and then one thing i want to give you is a tip this set a, a, a free tip i'm giving like to tips. listener. <laughs> please add researchers statistics data support whatever you want to do with data so even with a need statement you can go further to add that maybe in this part of the country so far it is estimated that a certain percentage of children in this district are blah 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 back your statement with research you see, and that gives it a lot of way to show that this is actually because the research is the basis by which you are actually informing yourself to be able to do the business, to be able to impact society. So that's actually um, um, very key. And one of the key things that you have to be able to take out for in terms of the whole execution. So you can see the whole execution framework is quite important. But usually when we want to a- a- apply for grant final, we're like, oh, I want grant, I want grants. But when you don't, the preparation for the grant is as good as the execution and the management of the grant. And when we get to Management of grants, you'll be amazed about the kinds of things you should be looking out for, which we usually would generally overlook and say that, oh, okay, this never occurred to me, but it is good to prepare now. And then you begin to build that uh, capacity in terms of and building the scientific processes to develop yourself for uh, financing uh, businesses and how you can attract some of these finances. So,
2: so we've been talking about the PEM approach to grant finance. Yes. We've talked about preparation. We've talked about right. execution. Right. We are moving to management. Management.
3: Let me tell you uh, um, this, so there was a research by Daryl um, Dweck.
2: Oh, he has my name.
3: Oh, yes. Daryl <laughs> <laughs> Dweck. Now, this research actually, so there were two groups of, of, of students, okay. One day they, they did a, a project and then they were actually given an easy task to do. They all did their task very well. And then the the judges came to applaud and said that, okay, so you did this task. So the first group was praised on their level of intelligence. Oh, you did very well because you are smarter at this. Now, the second group was actually evaluated and praised on the fact, okay, so the judge was like, okay, you might have put in a lot of effort to have gotten this right mm-hmm. now this is going to amaze you even as part of your and management is part of your management skill that i'm talking about now the same groups they were given another task and said at this time we are going to give you two tasks the first group was praised on the level of intelligence this one the level of effort effort now the same time so we are going to give you two tasks this time one is going to be more difficult then the second one is going to be a little easier just like the first task 62%, so those who were praised for their intelligence, about 62% of them went for the one that is easier. You know why? Because based on what they were told, it's like, okay, you think I'm intelligent enough, so then you are evaluating him based on his intelligence. So he will not do anything that is more difficult for you to change that opinion. Okay. But the second group that were evaluated and said that you might have put in a lot of effort, effort. that group actually went for the much harder task. Oh, wow. 92% of them because they got the the, the the understanding that if I continue to put in a effort. higher level of effort, I would get a higher level of of of, of, of outcome or the expected outcome. So mm-hmm. they have been now conditioned to know that just continue to work hard. And that tells you that if you are preparing to manage grants and you have to work with a team and with different sets of people, mm-hmm. you must know how to evaluate and lead the team by actually uh, evaluating the team's level of effort to be able to get the maximum result that is actually expected and that is a clearly leadership skill so whenever you are you are you are rewarded for your level of effort in executing a task it always gives a better result and it keeps people to work hard and keeps working harder to be able to achieve the desired result now so as a leader or a business owner you must know that to be able to do the management aspect of your grant, you should be able to get the leadership aspect right in terms of how you are evaluating the performance of your team by the level of effort. So what goes into the key aspects of of grant management which I want to take you through um, this afternoon. So, Having this understanding, one of the key things you have to know is that you must understand the grant management life cycle. And I want to repeat that, every grant has a grant management life cycle. Cycle. Now, the grant management life cycle has four stages. The first stage is the pre-award. So before you even have the idea and you are even given the grant, what are the things that you have to do, which is all part of the preparation tax that we've actually mentioned. Now, when you are awarded the grant, What do you also do? And this is where you have to motivate the team, put your team together, work with the people and all of that. And how do you even motivate them based on the example we have given in terms of how you motivate people and even praise people for their level of effort amongst others. Then we have the post award. When you have been given the award, what do you then do? Before the final closeout of that. So it's important for you to understand that you need to understand this grant management life cycle. And then after you have understood that, one of the things I also always say is that then now you must prepare a solid grant
2: management program. Hmm. When people get their grants, they they just money to spend. Thank you. <laughs> but really,
3: there's a lot that goes on in terms of how you have to manage that grant. And it's quite interesting. So now you have to develop, and you ask yourself, how do I even develop a grant management program? And this is where you would have your strategic plans for your business coming so what did you have in your mission vision and all of the or the strategic things you have put in your business and the returns and all of that then you must have a grant design then now you have to put in place the methodology to be able to monitor and evaluate the grant that you have what is there and how do you monitor and evaluate the objectives you set for yourself so for example the sanitation example we gave, you yeah. say that we want to impact 2,000 students by the end of 12 months so it means that every month there's a number of students we have to be reaching. That becomes a measurable target, which should be part of your solid grant management program. Then you should be able to now learn how to do grants reporting. So every grant that you are given, you have to be able to learn how to report these grants. But the most important thing is that you have to be able to account for the organization that is giving you the grant to show that you are actually utilizing these resources Put to grow like the, the objective of the business. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's not as easy as it seems, is it? I mean, it's like, I'm going for a grant and you, you won't get the money, you think you're going to spend it, but you need to account for it just yes, like you, you point a, up. Exactly. And I think that is it's more about, the
3: once you equip yourself with the knowledge and you get to know by virtue of the master class that we are, uh, we are having and all of that, you begin to know. And once you know, it means that it prepares you to be able to know that this is how I'm supposed to prepare myself to be able to attract grant financing, to be able to help to grow the business. So that's really one of the key things which we want to um, um, go through okay
2: i'm just going through your book how to raise capital for your startup business where you talk about grants and you talked about uh, ways in which people can um, acquire these grants Uh, business plan competitions business pitching competitions right business idea competitions incubation centers and all as solid grants for startup uh, businesses can you tell us more about that
3: Yes, so one of the things, you'd realize that all the sources I propose in the book are all within the pre-seed to the seed funding stages. So all I'm trying to say is that you'd have to be able to locate these um, competitions and even um, government organizations that are giving these grants for these um, startup companies or businesses that are even actually growing and all of that. So you have to put in a deliberate effort to be able to locate all of these grants, which I've actually quoted some of the sources. And one thing that comes up to mind readily, even because of this question, is that you, you have to be able to now go through a process we call assessment for the organization's readiness. So it is actually a very key, oh, it's part of the management process. So now you have to assess your business, startup, whichever level you are at. Are we really ready to attract grant financing? But I'm sure that with all the knowledge we have learned in the masterclass over the last two weeks, and let me give you one uh, a tip in terms of assessing the level of readiness for grants. You ask yourself, are my obligations, organization's mission plans and goals already well established and articulated, and this should be well articulated in your strategic plan. Does my organization have the financial procedures in place? How are you going to manage these funds? This is very key. Do you have the needed staff in place to ensure that you have to be able to drive the objectives of the business with this grant proposal that you're actually getting? the other leg you have to ask yourself are we prepared? So you have to do annual report, monthly report, quarterly report you must provide monitoring and evaluation reports. You also have to have special trainings as part of the grant to be able to equip the capacity of your staff members. So these are things that you have to continue to ask yourself as you begin to prepare and assess the level of readiness to be able to attract grant financing for your organization I think that one thing that listeners have to also know is that when we come to grant funds, you can use, it's not everything that you can use grant funds for because of the level of impact we are looking at. So grant funds can be used for uh, uh, financing everyday operations in terms of the impact areas you are looking at you can look at some of the staff development activities for functional areas of the business you also when your business is coming up with an innovative product or a model these are areas that you can use grant financing for and then exploratory ideas things that are helping like the ideas that we mentioned at the beginning stages into the various industries that we are actually looking at and once you begin to uh, understand these things it helps you to be able to know exactly how to manage the um, grants that we are Actually, am um, looking out for and how that can help your business to grow to make the needed impact that is actually uh,
2: uh, needed to drive your business. Hope you are taking those guys summary yeah. so far. The organizations that are willing to provide grants for businesses that are um, set to make impact in society, and yes. that's what we've been talking about so far. And you need to have the PEM approach to securing grants, which right. is preparation, execution, and management of the grants. Right. Um, it's been insightful so far. I'm here with Albert Niaitego, who is author of the book How to Raise Capital for Your Startup Business. Uh, we're going to be taking a, a break, but if you have any question um, as you listen to us, uh, you can send them through on WhatsApp zero five five one 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 nine nine seven zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. Albert will be here uh, to answer those questions. Uh, the masterclass will be back right after this break. <music>
3: Your favorite on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass is in session and you can interact with us on Facebook Via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302 216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551 111997.
2: And our facilitators will. As-
1: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.
0: Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. your
3: consent. Attention, everyone. Class is in progress.
2: Class is in progress. Uh, Welcome back from that short break. Um you are listening to the masterclass on joy 99.7 fm brought to you by well Gwell good energy girl yen now what do you do when you run out of fuel in your vehicle do you just stop up anywhere don't do that let's introduce you to the good energy family and why you must be part Gwell super xp 195 and diesel xp are the best quality fuels with high performance in town for your vehicle Gwell super xp 195 is a high grade fuel sold at same price as normal fuel Gwell's diesel XP is low in sulfur, making it an eco-friendly option for your vehicle with over 440 stations across the nation. Join the family that rewards you with quality for an energized driving experience. well good energy. Gwell, you know now in India. And uh, we are back uh, to the discussion, um, how to raise capital for your startup business. We are looking at grant financing. We've been learning about the PEM approach Ah, uh, to uh, grant finance which is preparation, execution and management. Um Albert is going to tell us about the pitfalls, but I just want to do this uh because some of you are reaching out trying to get uh, access to Albert <laughs> exactly. and um seek <laughs> advice. Um and so Albert how can anyone reach you?
3: Okay, so you can contact me on zero two four two zero six five five eight eight zero two four two zero six five five eight eight and then um, also just to say that today um, I have copies of the book in the studio. And okay. So as part of the uh, birthday edition, just want to autograph for those who would want to grab their copies today. So you can get an autograph copy actually.
2: Oh, and then nice. And that will
3: help you to be able to <laughs> uh, go through the process. We want to continue to make an impact. So one of the uh, birthday projects I want to do is to make the books available to the secondary schools and the universities and so um I'm donating about 100 copies to oh, working with the team to universities that's very impressive and the, 100 uh, copies 100 copies would go out to the secondary schools and then the universities because we want to contribute to help with the youth development in with getting this very key knowledge so corporate bodies who want to join us as part of this um, project can also reach out to individuals who want to support so we can make the lives of um, our society better by equipping and you know when we were in school There was this thing I always say. They said gross domestic product. You know what the meaning of that product means? It means that if you are able to produce more in, in an economy, the economy would grow and the lives of people will become better. Okay, so if we are able to help people to become uh, entrepreneurs who can start their businesses and help to produce more, you can imagine the impact on the economy and the impact on the lives of everyone in society. So this is a special birthday edition, contribution to our society by helping to be able (laughs) to (laughs) put this money. Abikou is excited. I don't know why, but... (laughs) Okay. No,
2: uh, I know you are writing a book, but it's also business, so you deserve a grant. So whoever is (laughs) listening wants to invest in um, Albert's uh, uh, book business, Yeah, he's making an impact in yeah, society. He's donating a hundred books to... we uh, are relating, yes. It's yeah, a special yeah to for schools. And to I schools. think it's very important. Yes. And so, I just going over the, the text lines one more time. WhatsApp 55 111 Just in case you have any uh, questions. Some some questions to Claire. I just want to Great. do that quickly. Great. Just give me some time okay. so that I access it. But in a bit, you're going to be talking about the the pitfalls
3: yes and uh, and it's a very important area you know for every venture that you undertake you have to be it's like what are the red flags that you have to be able to avoid to be able to successfully have grant financing so once you have been given the grant you have to avoid the slow start to the project the project must start on time based on the objectives and the work plan that you have actually presented to the financiers the second thing is that don't commingle funds that comes for grant with other monies that you have in the organization. So, what the best practice is to have a separate bank account where you would put in the funds that you have gotten for granted, then you report. On the grant separately so commingling of funds is actually a very big pitfall that you have to be able to and then you have to be able to spend within the budget lines that you have actually uh, submitted to the grant financier which is actually going to be the way by which you're going to do the reporting in finance we have something we call supplanting where you are using the grant funds to re- to um, replace in the operational budgets that is illegal you have to be able to manage <coughs> The grant funds in the way that you are not doing what we call um, supplanting mm-hmm. anything that is actually uh, unauthorized in terms of an authorized expenditure. You don't have to do that. If you want to actually have an expenditure which is not captured in your initial budget, you have to reach out to the grant financier who has to authorize. Be, so you can do something like an amendment of the of the uh, 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 budget, and that can authorize you to be able to get that. When you are making purchases, please follow the right procurement procedures to ensure that you are actually following the right processes. And then you also control spending and okay. make sure that expenditure is actually in the key area that is actually expected. And then when you want to do what we call CAPEX expenditure, which is actually the capital expenditure expenses, you have to make sure that you get the right approvals to be able to do that. And when it comes to effort reporting, which is grant projects, must be reported as per the procedures and regulations of the grants that you are actually being given So please take note of these pitfalls and let's be able to manage our grants if efficiently and effi- effectively for the growth of, of the business.
2: Yeah, We um, need to clear uh, these messages out of the way. A from Quick Rent Africa right. um, he sent a message. I told we were going to uh, deal with it. Okay. He says, kindly ask Albert if there are any institutions or professionals who can help me navigate through the process of raising capital for my startup. My startup helps people find accommodation without the hassle of an associated with agents. I don't know if this was under impact making business impact but. making <laughs> impact okay. making imano so, yes so impact making can he get grant finance? he can get grant finance. you
3: just have to be creative about it and some of the areas that so he should be looking at where to make the impact in terms of the you are helping society to be able to at, uh, get agents to get um, accommodation so what you can do is that the accommodation that we are getting is it the affordable accommodation that is actually helping people or it is helping people to be more security conscious in helping them to meet their accommodation needs any area that is impacting positively in society by virtue of what you are doing, Emmanuel, you can get a grant for
2: it. Yes. Okay. Um Vodi Logistics in Niboy Town. Good afternoon. Thanks for the program. I want you to highlight on what angel investors are and the angel investors in Ghana. I'm sure probably from... Um, the discussion on angel yes, investors
3: we've from done, we've, we've done, yes. So we've done that.
2: Quick answer to that.
3: Oh, yes. I mean, it's it's a very important question that you've asked. These are wealthy individuals who are willing to help you to be able to um, grow your business. So, what you have to do in Ghana, there are a number of angel investors, which I've named a number of them in the book, but we have the Ghana Angel Investors Network, and then a, a, a couple of them which you'd have to just search out But just know that we have angel investors that, that can help you to be able to. Go. And then don't just focus on the local market for Angel investors. I mentioned Peter Thiel, another international angel investors who are doing a great uh, job with with helping people. So just research more, read more, acquire materials, and equip yourself. So you be you 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 equip yourself for the scientific process of raising capital and you'll be fine.
2: All right, zero five five one 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 nine nine seven zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. Let's check out your messages. Uh, this one, I don't know who it is from. Abi, can you check for me? um says hi how much is the book and where can i get a copy you know we'll tell you that i I don't know if you're allowed to say the price on air but we'll tell you (laughs) Um, we'll send you a message the producers will get in touch with you but you can tell us where we can get copies to buy
3: right here joy fm i have 100 copies here at joy fm so you can grab a copy right here if you want some today i I i'll spend some time around so at least just to autograph some special copies on this day so you can pass by get your copy and um uh, that's it. Uh, uh, okay. All right.
2: You, uh, but aside from Joy, from aside name, from Joy, you can Source? call
3: the line zero two four two zero six five five eight eight, and then you uh, a copy will be dispatched to you um, at any uh, uh, place that you find yourself. Yes. Okay.
2: um this is a great question from Edward from North Kaneshi. He says, um, what are the advantages of a grant compared to a business loan? I didn't think about that. What are the advantages okay. to... Uh, that's uh, Edward, uh, Edward from Edward North Kaneshi. He says, kindly send me the title oh, of the grant book. Well, okay, it's, so a grant is just a bit of the book. Uh, right. The book is How to Raise... Capital for your startup business, right? Yeah.
3: So, so in answering Edward, Edward, I'm sure he has been following from week one and week two. Now, when you go for equity, there's a cost which we call what dividend. When you go for debt financing, there's a cost which we call what interest on the on the on the loan. Depending on the stage that your business is, for grant financing, you are not paying any dividend. You are not paying any uh, 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 loan. Uh, repayments or monthly repayments so what is going to happen is that we you, you don't usually want to say free money but it's money that has been given to you to be able to what, do an impact project by virtue of the business you are running so you will not pay any dividend you will not pay any loan interest but you just have to comply with the PEM approach in terms of what is expected of you so the grant helps you to expand your business by getting more of these uh, 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 funds to help you to expand and make the necessary impact that you have to make so the fact that you don't have to do with any cost of capital Mm. people term it as what free money but free money comes with processes and conditions of compliance that you have to do. And that will tell you usually I advise that you can look at grant finance, usually the pre-seed stage and the seed stage where you n- remember, Edward, remember that at that stage you are not having a lot of operational cash flows. And if you are going for external financing in terms of bank loans and others, your operating cash flows should be sufficient enough to help you to service that. So that's actually the advantage that you would help you to grow your business and you can explore. And I see
2: that in the in the in the book you give examples of right. some grant funders in Ghana, yes. uh, the Ghana Climate Innovation Center, the right. Chelsea Entrepreneurship Center, the right. Global Innovation Fund, right. the African Development Bank, the right. International Development and Research Center, the United Nations Development Program, right. Cosmos Innovation Center, uh, and the list goes on. And so, I'm just wondering though, what happens if you mismanage the grants are given to you? Are you the, the case g- where people are going to be people are? <laughs> In that, of uh, course, if you
3: mismanage grants, one you have you have closed the chances of getting further grants, and secondly, you would have to deal with the repercussions. So, in every grant, so remember that grants is actually a contract, and you have to be able to enforce that contract and sign that contract, and all of that. So, you would have to deal with the um, repercussions of mismanaging grants, which you have to avoid, the pit, and that's part of the pitfalls you have to avoid. So, once you know that, then you just follow the processes and conditions, and you, you should be fine,
2: okay. Yes. Um, we are, we are just going to look ahead to what to expect next week because we are out of time and really have to get, get out of here. So okay. what is coming up next week? So next Albert?
3: week is financial literacy. Financial literacy in terms of understanding how to value your business. So we'll do business valuation. we would also understand the various financial reports. So how what's the, what does the profit and loss uh, statement mean? What does the statement of financial position mean? And how is this linked to the statement of cash flows and statement of changes in equity to help you to make proper effective business decision as an entrepreneur. And this is a very key area that you I'm gonna take my time to break it down. So it becomes very effective for you. So you can at every point in time know what the value of the business is and whatever financial reports you are coming up with. How is it linking to your cash flows and linking to how the value of your business is for you to be able to meet investors and say that this is exactly how much my business is actually worth at every point in time.
2: And that's the (laughs) masterclass, everyone. And Just in case you you want a summary, this is the the summary of the Mm. whole discussion today that there are institutions that are willing to fund your businesses uh, provided your business is making an impact in society. And um, Albert was taking us through the PEM approach, which is preparation, execution, and management and just before, just after that he talked about some of the pitfalls and that's it uh, for us this afternoon I want to say again uh, yeah. happy birthday to you oh, Albert thank today's his you. birthday thank he spent you. time with us in the studio <laughs> yes. to help us and yeah. uh, we appreciate all the thank insight you. you've given over the uh, last two weeks thank as you. well so well, the day's not over so what are you doing today? <laughs> the, the party continues the party continues I, think,
3: I mean being here and contributing my quota and even sharing this knowledge yeah, makes me very happy I'm happy that I mean the feedback is, is good people are actually learning and I'm happy to contribute to society
2: in Okay, this way. so for yes. me and the team, uh, from us all, oh, a happy okay. birthday to you. Um we <laughs> could drop it. This this, oh, wow. this is a song from us to you. Okay as um, you celebrate your birthday. Thank Let's you. get the party rolling. Wow,
1: <laughs> happy